In Florida, Ag and Review for the week of March 4th will start off with some weather woes. While the overall drought monitor for the U.S. continues to shrink, our state is going in the opposite direction. As USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says that even though... We've had some heavy rain in the north, but the peninsula, the citrus belt, has been extremely dry this winter. And as a result, Florida, which had no drought coverage in the late fall of 2012 is currently 45% covered in drought. That's pretty much all the Atlantic Coast region stretching up and down the East Coast from northeastern Florida down through the Citrus Belt. And that, of course, is forcing more of our growers to pump more water for irrigation, costing them more money. And although Rippey says there could be some rain in the forecast for the northern part of the state over the next week, there is nothing in the forecast to offer any relief for our producers further south in the Citrus Belt. And with some cattle industry news, Randall Wiseman has this. Well, the 2013 Florida legislative session is underway in Tallahassee, and Sam R., Director of Governmental Affairs for the Florida Cattlemen's Association, said they are ready for the session as there are various bills they will be watching, including one of major importance to cattle producers. One of the issues that we have this year is that we will be trying to amend Florida's Greenbelt Law, which is how agricultural land is taxed. We've got two or three issues that are in the law we feel are antiquated. We're doing this to strengthen Greenbelt. Senator Wilton Simpson will be the sponsor. His bill is Senate Bill 1200. The House sponsor is Representative Halsey Bashirs. The House bill has yet to be numbered. But a bill that's not received a number yet is not out of the ordinary. At this point in time, there's probably a thousand bills out there that have been filed in their office but have yet to receive a number. So basically what we're going to be doing a lot of over the next week is reading all these bills as they are filed and they do come out and then we'll know what to track and follow and support and oppose. And R reminds Florida Cattlemen's Association members that their annual legislative meeting will be held next week. Once again, the Florida Cattlemen's Association will be having our what we call the Beef Day on the Hill. We will invite all of our members to come to Tallahassee. This will happen on the 12th, 13th, and 14th of March, which is the second week of session. To see a schedule or for more information about next week's meetings, just go to the Florida Cattlemen's Association website at floridacattlemen.org. And we will wrap up this week with these thoughts from Everett Greiner. I was leafing through one of my monthly magazines when my attention focused on unusual crops, mostly small crops, and widely grown by home gardeners and organic farmers. Grapes, once thought to be a California crop, now grow in 49 states. Gourds. I know about gourds, but I'm not sure why anybody would grow gourds. And hops. That's one I hadn't heard about before. They seem to be catching on in North Carolina and Virginia. They're not new, but oranges now grow in Georgia and Alabama. I don't know where all else. Ornamental squash is another new one to me. Now, what in the world would anybody do with an ornamental squash? I even saw a banana tree that had bananas. They didn't look good to me. There are others, but you get the picture. I think this simply proves a point. People love to grow unusual plants. Well, even a full-time farmer will venture out if he can find a market. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast. 